At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan and Tatiana, and today we're going to be talking about how to make money on Amazon in 2022. If you follow either of our channels here on YouTube, you know that every year we publish tons of videos on how to sell on Amazon, how to build an Amazon business, sharing different strategies, the opportunity that Amazon provides. And every year we like to do an updated video sharing how Amazon's changed and what does the opportunity look like now going into 2022. Also, if you're brand new to selling on Amazon, you don't know where to start or how it works, we're also gonna break that down and explain that for you here in today's video. So Tat, do you mind sharing with people, what do you see as the opportunity going into 2022 and how has Amazon changed? Mm -hmm. Well, the process of selling on Amazon has, ma has maintained and has been relatively the same. Uh, since I started back in 2014, both of us, hasn't really changed much. Uh, the step-by-step -step process of what you're supposed to do. Maybe we can touch on that in a little bit uh, in this video. Um, the, the landscape has changed a little bit in terms of just the, there are more sellers. Uh, Amazon has grown quite a bit. Um, and you know, Amazon has of course changed their terms of service uh, a little bit every year. They're, they're always kind of modifying those terms of service. It's always changing. Or, so you do have to keep up to date with that. But the, the biggest shift is just the growth. Um, e-commerce is growing, Amazon is growing, Amazon is the leader uh, in e-commerce sales, not just in the US, but we're seeing that they're dominating e-commerce sales internationally as well. And so uh, e-commerce, shopping online, is being much more widely accepted uh, both locally and internationally. 
And when you look at the statistics, you can see just the steady growth from 2010 to now, just uh, year by year, steadily growing. And then, of course, when we uh, heard about the pandemic back in 2020, um, there was a massive spike uh, in e-commerce sales. And that's because uh, initially there was a lot of lockdowns and people had to stay home. They had to kind of be forced to learn to shop online, sign up for Amazon accounts. And so um, we saw like this huge boost in e-commerce activity. And so it's declined a little bit since then, but it still um, made a huge boost. And so um, the the direction that we're going to continue to go is 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 online. And that's just you know technology. That's the way it is. When you look towards yeah. the future, oftentimes you can look towards technology to kind of predict what might come next. And so a lot of retail shops are still looking towards how can they set up shop online. And you might be surprised to know that only 13% of all retail sales in the U.S. are online. And so this is a really important statistic because this means that um, there's a lot of room to grow. You know, you might think that, oh, I missed the boat, I should have started a long time ago. And we all wish that we could have started something good sooner. Yeah. Uh, but the fact is that only 13% of all, all retail sales are online. So there's still um, a lot of room to grow into. Yeah, I, I saw just in the pandemic in 2020 how everything accelerated more in that direction a lot faster. Everything was obviously still going in that trend, but the pandemic, it kind of forced, number one, a lot of businesses to sell on Amazon or sell online that originally were reluctant to. And then also a lot of consumers, you know, if you can't go to the mall, you can't go to the store to buy. And especially if you're an older demographic, you're not as, I guess, up to date with technology and whatnot. A lot of people were reluctant to shop online and Amazon, you know, was obviously the biggest company that benefited uh, from mm -hmm. that because that's where people would have to go to shop online. And, and if you look at the graph, you'll see that there was this huge spike in 2020 and then it tapered off yeah. a bit, but it didn't, it didn't go down by much because then people, you know, they learned to shop online. They're like, oh, wow, this is actually better. Like I get way, way more variety of products right. to choose from. I can read reviews when I buy products. I can have it delivered to me, especially if, you know, you're under quarantine or don't want to go out much or go to the grocery store, shopping malls. Um, so people started to uh, realize how there's actually a lot of benefits to online shopping. So we saw this spike, but it didn't. It wasn't a huge spike, and it went back down. It kind of just tapered off a little bit, yeah. well, and now it's continuing. Yeah, and another reason for that too is um, when there's lockdowns and restrictions, a lot of consumers were spending less money on vacations and traveling, and they're, you know, what else are you going to put your money into? So a lot of people are spending money on consumer goods. So that was one of the reasons and why, you know, we've kind of seen now in 2021 and now 2022, Amazon and retail has continued to grow and sales have been strong. But now when lockdowns and restrictions are removed and opened up more, then people can put their money into other things as well. Um, but I've also seen the international growth mm -hmm. and that's the huge advantage Amazon has um, because they have such an amazing infrastructure set up in the U.S internationally as they continue rolling that out as they continue to expand to other countries that's another huge opportunity that is really just at the tip of the iceberg you don't really realize how ahead the u.s is and how behind other countries are until you travel a lot mm -hmm. so we're in panama right now there's no amazon in panama yet 
Um, you there's know, barely wanted, any online there's shopping. There's hardly any online shopping. We were actually... Online well, we were in Panama during the lockdowns uh, that happened in March of 2022, and Panama was really locked down. Like you could yeah. only go outside, you know, a couple times a week, two-hour windows. Every you know, only things that were open were grocery stores and um, pharmacies. We, could, we couldn't even go out together at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it was males going out at a separate time than females. And so, having lived in Panama for a few years before then, it's just there's you couldn't really buy anything online. And then during the pandemic in a country like Panama, we saw how businesses, local businesses had to set up shop online, had to have an e-commerce presence, had to you know build their, their, their brand online and otherwise they're gonna be out of business. And so um, when you see just how ahead the US is on, you know, on the other hand, we were actually in Hawaii as well, in Honolulu uh, for part of the pandemic for a few months and we had to quarantine for two weeks in Honolulu. And that was when we started shopping on Amazon with Whole Foods. And uh, so that so was like a groceries delivered to us right to the door and everything. So that, that was awesome. And then since we went back to Vancouver, Canada, they're so far behind. There's a Whole Foods in Canada, in Vancouver and Canada, but they don't have that ability to deliver yet. So we're just kind of seeing the U.S. is leading the way. They're always, you know, tend to be ahead with all these things. But you can see how internationally all the other countries will follow. And I think that. Um, can be some reassurance for a lot of people that are brand new to this. If you feel like you've missed it, you haven't because there's so much opportunity internationally that if you know how to sell on Amazon or about selling on Amazon and you can get into these other marketplaces when they're at the beginning stage, kind of like where the US Amazon was, you know, five years ago or 10 years ago, you can be at that beginning stage and really benefit yeah. and prosper. Internationally, for sure, there's massive opportunity, but even within the US, because again, only 13% of e-commerce sales, of retail sales are online. Yeah. So that statistic is only going to grow. Yeah. And so there's definitely room for more sellers. And I know, you know, the, the landscape on Amazon has changed a little bit because there's definitely more competition as for Amazon sure. has grown, as more people have discovered that, hey, you can make good money selling on Amazon and you don't need a business degree. You don't need any credentials. You can just do it from your computer. You can learn really easily how to do it. Um, and so a lot of people have been very attracted to the idea of selling on Amazon and have been, um, have been, have been setting up shop and yeah. have been, have been doing that. So there's, there's sure. more competition and people are afraid of that when they hear the word competition, but you know what? I have a very different uh, perspective on that. I welcome competition. And when you're doing research, you'll, you'll find like what's, you know, when you're looking for a product, you're, you're, you're not just trying to sell a product that you think will do well. You're looking for a specific product. You're trying to find that sweet spot between it being like oversaturated, the niche being oversaturated, like water bottles. Like that's going to be a hard first product to sell. There's just a lot of competition there. But you find that sweet spot. If there's no competition, you're not going to get very many sales because there's no demand. So usually where there's, when there's competition, there's demand. And so competition can be a good thing. And I also like competition because it, it means that someone else is leading the way, have, has paved the way for me. So I like to think as, instead of viewing them as my competitors, sometimes I can view them as my mentors. I can look at, for example, if I want to sell um, you know, iPhone cases, which is probably <laughs> not the best thing to sell, but I would go and I would look at like the top three um, sellers of those iPhone cases and you could call them competitors and they may well be, but they're also, they could be mentors. You know, if I want to learn what to do, I go and I see what they're doing because they've done something right in order to take those top three spaces. 
And so I'll follow them. I'll see, you know, I'll order their products. I'll see what their product packaging looks like. I'll see, I'll subscribe to their mailing list, see what kind of emails they're sending out. I'll go and find their Facebook page and see what kind of ads they're doing. You know, you can really model them and you can say, okay, that's working. They've probably spent a lot of time and money trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And so now I don't have to copy that and I shouldn't copy that, but I can model it. And you can actually have more success that way. So I, I welcome competition. Yeah, anytime I look to start a new business or sell a new product, I wanna see are there other people that are a couple years ahead of me that have already proven that this is gonna be successful? Because they're gonna give you the evidence and the proof that wow, if I also sell this product, this is how much money I could make, you know, is showing the possibility of that. And uh, it gives you some certainty that there's money to be made in this market, in this opportunity. And so you can learn and model them because they've spent their years trying to figure things out and make mistakes and all that. And you can just transparently see what's working for them and apply that to your business and, and kind of put your own spin on it and be a little bit unique or stand out in a certain way. Because you still have to do that. You've got to think outside the box. You can't just do exactly what everyone else is doing. You have to be resourceful and creative yeah. and you know you, use you, your, your mind in this process. And, and sometimes people think that, oh, I'll just copy them exactly and do exactly what they're doing because obviously it's working. And I've had, I remember people, there's been a few people who tried to copy my brand um, and sell like the exact same products and copy the website like word for word, picture for picture. Um, and it just doesn't work. And if you think about it, like we don't need two apples. You know, we don't need to um, Microsoft's, you know, we, we need like different brands. Like you have to have your own spin on it and yeah, yeah. Um, different people will appeal to different things. You know, you might follow Stefan and you might follow someone else who just has a different tone, a different way of sharing things. And you don't need to follow two Stefans. Right. That's the way I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one of me. <laughs> um, okay, how about, you know, obviously it's been become a little bit more competitive, obviously. Um, especially I've seen just everybody wants an online business these days. I mean, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people saw maybe their job is not as secure as they thought it was. And so, you know, I need to take my financial circumstance in my own hands and make my own money. And, you know, I need something I can work from home because I don't want to go to the office. I don't want to put myself at risk. So obviously building a business online, it's just all opportunities have become more competitive because everybody wants to sell online. That's why you're That's here true. watching this right now. That's um, very true. That's a very important point. It is. Yeah. And, and it's reason why people go to Amazon because Amazon is such a good opportunity. That's why well, and it's also one of the easiest ways to get started as yeah. someone who's never built a business before, doesn't have any prior online business background. Like I can speak from experience. I had no experience in business or the online world. I didn't even have a computer. And so it's a very um, low barrier of entry, I would say, into the world of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So a lot of people are attracted to yeah, that. Yeah, and it's still hard and challenging, and you know, people fail, and you know, it's it's not easy. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's easier easy. compared to many other traditional yeah. business models, etc. Um, but also, you know, let's talk. You know, there's been like freight issues. The pandemic's kind of caused some issues with manufacturing, with freight. You know, and there's inflation going on as well. So sometimes the costs have been going up. Do you want to touch on that a bit? Yeah, so uh, there's definitely been a, a freight 
kind of crisis and it's impacted a lot of sellers in terms of not being able to get um, restock of inventory, um, their inventory sitting at sea for months on end. Um, initially it was because uh, when the pandemic first hit, a lot of the manufacturers shut down. Uh, and a lot of people do source from China. You don't have to. And so that we should touch on that because people think that you have to source internationally or specifically from China, but you don't. And a lot of people don't. But a lot of people do find that to be because China is just they dominate manufacturing. They they know their stuff. They're very efficient. They have so many products to choose from and very competitive prices. And so a lot of people um, would choose to source from China. Um, but you don't have to. You can source locally, you can source from other countries if you wish, and that's important because with these freight issues, uh, oftentimes they are um, affecting a lot of uh, imports from China, but if you're just starting your business, maybe you can choose to source locally instead, or maybe uh, you know a neighboring country or a different country. Um, so, so that was an issue because originally a lot of manufacturers shut down, um, luckily, my business wasn't affected because my manufacturer stayed open. It, depend, it depended on where they were located. Um, and then, so a lot of people weren't able to place orders um, or their orders would just take a long time. And then there was like the, the freight issue when the freights would, uh, the ships would arrive at the ports, there would just be, they'd be waiting at the port for a very long time, not able to dock. Um, there's just like a lot of traffic yeah, and yeah, yeah. issues there um, and there's a lot of different theories about that actually so we don't, we don't have to get into that but yeah. there's definitely been issues and so it means that it, if you order inventory you want to order more inventory than usual because you want to make sure that you have enough um, because you have to anticipate that it's going to take longer for you to probably get your next batch of inventory and it costs a lot more to ship so that's just something to take into consideration. And so now some people think that it might be even cheaper to source, you know, for example, uh, we are furnishing our uh, a house and uh, the designer was mentioning how we could source uh, the, the furniture from Italy and it'll cost the same as sourcing it from China, just with the, the shipping cost um, being higher now with sourcing from China. So it's just something to take into consideration. Yeah, and that affects everybody, you know, unfortunately in business. There are certain things like that that are maybe outside of your control. And what we've learned is focus on what you can control. You know, focus on what you can control. And with every challenge that arises, whether it's inflation or freight issues or whatever, can also provide opportunity as well. And I found that whenever there's adversity and challenge, you really kind of, it kind of separates those that are committed, those that have the right mindset of success versus those that you know, are going to end up giving up. And so typically, you know, the strongest survive are those that are most adaptable to change. Um, let's talk a little bit about the private label process. So what we've been referring to is private labeling. Uh, Tatiana can maybe explain that. And then also the steps that are involved in getting started with this sort of business. Now, one thing I want to mention too is um, there are many other ways of selling on Amazon. Private labeling is the most common, most popular one. That's why we're mainly talking about that. And I also want to mention too, just for those that are clear, because we have people watching from all over the world, you can do this from anywhere, almost anywhere actually. There's I think a hundred and something countries that Amazon allows you to be from to sell on their platform. And as long as you're within those countries, you're good to go. Um, but if you live in Canada, 
you can sell on Amazon.com in the United States. If you live in Panama, you can sell on Amazon.co.uk in the United Kingdom. Uh, if you, you li live in Argentina, you can sell in Brazil. You can sell in the U.S. You can sell in Canada. You can you can sell on any of the platforms that you want. So I want to make that clear because sometimes people think, oh, I don't live in the U.S., so I can't sell on Amazon, and that's not true. Mm -hmm. So what is the process, and what is what is private labeling? Okay, well, I'll summarize it. Um, so uh, private labeling is the process of, uh, well, in this case, in the case of Amazon, what we do is we first want to do our product research. So we want to find out what product do we want to sell on Amazon. So we're not inventing a product here. This is not, if you're an inventor, this is probably not um, the platform that you want to be launching your product on. What we're doing on Amazon is we're just looking for products that are already selling on Amazon and selling well, and then we are going to find manufacturers and recreate those products with our own twist on them and then sell those products. So we're not in reinventing the wheel here. We're not doing anything super unique, although it is important to um, put your twist on it. So you do your research to find um, a viable product opportunity. Again, you don't just say, I want to sell on Amazon and I want to sell um, this barrette because I like these barrettes. Uh, you want to make sure that you're, you learn how to do research and find out what products have demand and what products have a good amount of competition, all of that stuff. And there's tools and softwares that can help you do that. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a lot of amazing ones. They keep growing and improving. Do you want to share yeah. some of those? Well, Jungle Scout's one of my favorite. Um, Jungle Scout's really great. Um, Helium 10 is really great as well. Um, and Zoof is a really great tool as well. Maybe you can link them in yeah, the description. I'll link those below for you guys. So, um, yeah, and also, uh, yeah, okay. So, so, okay, so you do your product research, you decide what product you want to sell. Um, then the next step is you've got to figure out, okay, where am I going to manufacture this? This is up to you, but a part of making this decision is going to be on, based on the product itself. Um, the nature of the product. If it's a cosmetic, if it's something that's going on the skin or is ingestible, um, maybe a perfume, you know, those types of things, you want to probably source some locally. So if you're going to be selling in the U.S. marketplace, you want to source some in the U.S. Um, and just because there's more liability risks there and you want to make sure that it, it follows all of the rules within the U.S. and that, you know, you got those, those bases covered. Um, if it's something like a plastic Tupperware or something more simple, something that's um, not going to be ingested or put on your hair or your skin, then it's easier to source those from anywhere in the world. And so sometimes you want to look for, okay, which countries are, you know, the major exporters of these types of products, whether it's textiles or whether it's, um, you know, uh, jewelry or whatever it is. And then you look and you might look for manufacturers in those particular countries. Oftentimes people do choose China just because it's easy and there's also the Alibaba.com marketplace which is this really incredible marketplace that has hundreds of thousands of manufacturers um, throughout Asia um, and, uh, and you can easily contact manufacturers through there and um, get information about products. So once you've, once you've found your manufacturers um, you want to like contact a lot of manufacturers, trust me, you don't just want to contact one or two, you want to contact as many as you can, at least 10, and then you narrow down your list um, based on like, you know, price, based on communication, based on, um, you know, are they able to modify the product, 
and then you find maybe three manufacturers that you would be confident moving forward with. You get samples from those manufacturers because you always want to make sure that you um, feel the product, you see the product, you experience the product before you place your order with the manufacturer because you can't always trust what you see uh, online with the pictures. Um, and then from that point forward, you narrow it down to one supplier. Once you have that one supplier, you go ahead and you place your order. And so um, you send your 30% down payment uh, deposit for the um, invoice and the manufacturer gets started with production. Now you may at this point, you may want to ask the manufacturer to tweak the product. And this is where you know, modifying the product uh, comes in and it's an important part of selling on Amazon because years ago you could have gotten away with just selling the product exactly as it came from the manufacturer um, without modifying it or selling the exact same product as the next person on Amazon. But now that there is more competition, you do really want to stand out. You want to give people who are browsing Amazon a reason to buy from your listing, to buy your product. And so um, one of the strategies is to go to your competitors' listings and to look at the reviews and see, okay, what are the positive reviews and what are the negative reviews? And maybe there's some negative reviews that are coming up quite often. Maybe a comment about a piece of the product or the quality of the product or something that the customer wishes was included with the product. And then you can say, okay, maybe this is something that I can modify or add to my product. And then you approach this um, and you uh, share this with the manufacturer and they say yes or no if they can make those changes. And so you might decide to make some small changes to the product. Um, and that way it can help you stand out from others on Amazon and ultimately add more value to your customers because that's the name of the game when it comes to all e-commerce. It's just if you want to win, if you want to be successful, it's about adding value. The only reason someone's going to buy your product is because they see value in it. Enough value that they're going to exchange their hard-earned money, which is a form of value, for your product. It's an exchange of value. And so the more value you can add, the higher your chance of creating success, of satisfying your customers. Yeah, and that, and that could be coming in at even a lower price than your competitors. You know, maybe having a, a cheaper price or including more than the next person is. Maybe you make an irresistible offer, you include some bonuses. Maybe you have a different color, a different style, different design, different size, different quality, as you mentioned. Um, there's a lot of things you can do and you can be creative with. And, and part of it, you know, as time goes on, as you start selling on Amazon or even as you do research, you'll start to notice things amongst certain brands that are successful. You'll, you'll start to notice what they're doing differently and, and you know how they're being unique. And I think actually another way that you can really add more value and be different as well is, is having, an, depending on the product of course, having an educational component, an information component. So for example, my first product was a supplement and I was doing a fitness competition at the time and I was taking the supplement, my day-to-day -day regime and so um, this supplement was primarily designed to help people that want to lose fat, want to maintain their muscle while they're losing fat. And so I thought, hey, why don't I create an ebook that I'll give for free for those that buy my product on Amazon? So they buy my supplement and then it also include an ebook that they can also get that I'd give them a link for that they can download um, once they buy the product. And so that was a way that I could add more value than others. And you know, I could have created videos, I could have created some other additional content that would 
increase the perceived value of the product. So if someone has a choice of two different products and they're both $20, but this one is giving them $30 worth of value, $40 worth of value, $50 worth of value, $100 worth of value for only $20, then obviously you're gonna choose this one over the other. So there's many ways that you can stand out and be different and unique. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We wanna make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. One of the key elements to creating success on Amazon and any people, business, really, I really think. any business, yeah. but you, you really got to take note of this, guys, yeah. because it's easy to just skip over this part and maybe even just do one thing that makes you stand out. But at this point, you really want to attack it and have as many things as you can. You know, maybe it's the color, maybe it's adding the ebook, maybe it's um, adding, you know, making it higher quality, maybe it's custom packaging, maybe it's, maybe it's a warranty or maybe something. Maybe it's a warranty, maybe it's dropping your price um, which is actually a strategy that almost like a lot of people do when they first launch their product on Amazon you want to be one of the lower priced products because if you think about it you are just launching your product on Amazon you have no product reviews what incentive does someone have to purchase from you when they could purchase from the next person who has 300 reviews so the incentive is the price so dropping your price when you first launch is a really great strategy that really does work so um, standing out, that's the name of the game and you can do this with the product itself by adding things, by modifying things, by improving the quality, but also by doing things off of Amazon with the eBooks or even creating a social media presence. With my product, I created a Facebook community. It worked well for the product that I was selling and the community was amazing and it grew so much. I think it grew over like 25,000 people and they um, just valued so much being part of the group. And so, um, so yeah, so that's the next step. And then, then comes the part of now you want to create your branding. Um, you want to maybe create some packaging. And so you would hire maybe a freelancer to do this, a, a designer to do this. Um, that's not hard to do. And I find it extremely fun. Uh, I'm a very creative person, so I like doing that kind of stuff. And then you send that over to your supplier and they, they print it and they do all that for you. You might even include some inserts to go with your product. And then it comes time, uh, then the manufacturing time is usually around 30 days. Um, and then it comes time to ship your products to Amazon. So at this point you would have an Amazon Seller Central account. Uh, you would have a professional selling account. You do have to pay for this membership to sell on Amazon. 
Um, I think it's $39.99 a month, something, something like that, that. $39.99 a month. So, um, and you would set up a shipping plan through your Seller Central account so that you know where you need to ship your products to. People always ask me this, how do I know where I need to ship my products to? You have to set up a um, shipping plan within your Seller Central account. So you create a product listing for the product, you put in the barcode and all that information, and then you start creating a shipping plan and Amazon will tell you where to ship the inventory. And so sometimes it tells you to ship to multiple locations, sometimes just one. Uh, and then you would send the supplier that information and the supplier sends it to the uh, address provided. And so this is one of the major benefits of starting with uh, Amazon, of starting your e-commerce business on Amazon rather than let's say selling your, on your own website, a Shopify store, um, because there's something called FBA, Fulfilled by Amazon. And so Amazon has these incredible uh, fulfillment centers all over the country. Uh, and if you opt to sell with FBA, there are fees of course, but then they receive all your inventory, they store it. Whenever a customer orders a product, they pick, pack, and ship it. They even handle customer support for you and handle returns. So it's very hands-off, and this allows you as an Amazon seller to truly be hands-off because you don't even have to see or touch your inventory. Oftentimes people <clears throat> who will sell on their own website, they store the inventory at their house. They ha Every time a customer places an order, they have to pick, pack, and ship it, and it's very time-consuming. And um, that's the benefit of selling on Amazon is that you are kind of removed from that process. So it does come with the fees, but it's oftentimes worth it. And there's also some benefits of selling with FBA uh, when you're selling on Amazon because we believe that Amazon boosts your listing if you're selling with um, their fulfillment program. Mm -hmm. And just to, um, I think that's a huge, that's one of the greatest advantages Amazon provides because if you were to sell on your own website, You've got to obviously set up your website, which a lot of people, if they first come to your website, they don't know you. It's the first time they're there. They don't fully trust you versus when people go to Amazon, yeah. Amazon has trust. People already have shopped on Amazon. They've already got their credit card on Amazon. They've already got a history. They know what to expect from Amazon, when it's going to arrive. Um, you know, they, they just... Amazon, a product on Amazon is just going to convert a lot better typically than a product that's on your own, own website generally. Um, but also, if you have it on your own website, you've got to find a third-party fulfillment center. You've got to build a relationship with them. Um, you know, they typically are not going to be as good as Amazon is going to be with their fulfillment. Um, they're not going to be able to ship as quickly as Amazon is because Amazon's the leader with that with their Amazon Prime. Um, you're going to have to collect the payments. There's just more work involved. And it's not that you shouldn't sell on your website. There's a time and place for that. But Amazon is just the place when you're first starting out mm. that makes it a lot easier for you. Um, then also when you set up your Amazon listing, um, Amazon is, it allows you to also tap into the hundreds of millions of customers Amazon has on their platform. Mm. So you can get customers from Amazon that you wouldn't normally be able to get on your own website because your product will be listed in Amazon search. People search for different keywords, they can find your product. And then also you can run advertisements on Amazon as well which can allow you to you know, spend some money in exchange for getting traffic directly to your listing and getting sales. Mm -hmm. Versus if you have your own website, 
you have to get traffic from maybe Facebook or Google or maybe build a blog or a YouTube channel or social media on Instagram and Facebook. You've got to, you've got to do that and you should still do that if you're selling on Amazon, but Amazon just generally makes it a bit easier when you're first mm -hmm. starting. Yeah, yeah, and just to emphasize some of the things that you said, oftentimes shoppers don't even realize that they're purchasing from people like me yeah. and you. They think they're purchasing these products from Amazon. And that's also the benefit is that when they have concerns, they call Amazon's right. number for customer service inquiries. So um, that's one, one thing. And then also uh, to emphasize, you know, my strategy is start on Amazon. Start on Amazon because it's the, the easiest way to create success with an e-commerce business, in my opinion. If you don't have an existing following on social media or, you know, you don't have um, an existing online business where you can drive traffic to your website, where you have a list of people that you can instantly send to your website, then Amazon's a great place to start. Um, and then build your brand, get that exposure, build your, build your list, and then eventually transition to selling on your own website while continuing to sell on Amazon. I think that there are definitely benefits to selling on your own websites. Um, you have way more control, you have better profit margins. Um, and so um, I, I love selling on my own website. I, I prefer it but there are major advantages. I wouldn't have been able to sell on my own website successfully if I didn't start on Amazon. Yeah. So I believe starting on Amazon and then with time transitioning to selling on your own website. So that, that's generally the process. I mean, it's, I kind of look at business as two fundamental things. Of course, there's more details of each of the steps that we outlined, but the fundamentals are product and then marketing the product. That's really what it comes down to, right? So yeah. you create a great product, you make that product better and yeah. better as time goes on. Try not to be too much of a perfectionist when you're first starting because it takes time as you get customers and you get feedback and reviews mm -hmm. that you, as time goes on, you modify and you improve your product. But obviously having a great quality product, a product that ideally can sell itself, of course, and you know that's gonna be a really important thing because if you don't have a great product, it's gonna be more of an uphill battle trying to market and try to sell it, and maybe it's a product there's not enough demand or interest in, mm -hmm. or maybe it doesn't really solve a problem. So obviously choosing, you know, and just focusing on that fundamental of product development is a key part of this business, as well as the marketing of that product. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I think a lot of people have as a misconception is that, oh, I'm, it's easy, I'm just gonna put up a product on Amazon. Okay, it's not, it's not selling, why? Mm -hmm. You know, I failed, I didn't, you know, it didn't really work out for me, Amazon doesn't work. Well, no, you put up a product on Amazon, but that's only half the battle. The other half is marketing the product, promoting your product, getting the word out there. Um, you know, obviously learning Amazon search and Amazon ads on their platform, but also looking for the other strategies of internet marketing that can help mm -hmm. you drive traffic to your Amazon listing and to get more sales than your competitors. And by doing so, Amazon rewards you, they rank your product better, they recommend it on other listings, and your business can really, really take off mm -hmm. at that point. So those are the two skills that I really see you gotta master and cultivate if you wanna be successful selling on Amazon. And of course, you know, there's certain levels to this as well. Many people watching this, you might be content just making 5,000 a month, you know, or 10,000 a month. Other people want to go to the point where, you know, we know people that are selling over $100,000 a month, $200,000 a month. So obviously, you know, a business that's doing $200,000 a month in sales, or we know people doing 500,000 a month, a million a month, that's a different type of business, more 
you know, channels involved and maybe even having a team and a staff versus a business that is making five or 10, 10K a month. So it kind of depends on the level and the extent you want to take it to you. But there's many sellers that just have a simple product, making them a couple thousand bucks a month. It's pretty hands off at a certain point, fairly passive income for them. And they're more than happy and content. And some people, they just rinse and repeat that process. I've got one, let's put up a second, put up a third, a fourth, and each one's making a couple thousand a month and they're living a great life, so. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a very important, um, that's a, one reason that uh, selling on Amazon is attractive is that it can be automated or at least semi-automated. Once you set up the foundation, which is what will take the most time and energy, uh, building that solid foundation, um, setting the systems in place, SOPs, for example, um, maybe hiring some virtual assistants or maybe even some staff, depending on the size of your brand, your business, um, then it's like, okay, well, um, that's taken care of. Now I can focus my attention on maybe the next brand or the next product or the next business if I want to diversify myself and not just do e-commerce. Maybe I want to get into something else. Basically, I can ha- I have the time now to focus on other things. And so that's why people sometimes ask, well, how do you have so many streams of income? Like how how do you have how did you set all this up? How did you have the time to do it? I didn't do it all simultaneously. Neither of us did. You do one thing at a time. You set up one business. You, you set it up well and you get it to a point where it can um, kind of function without you or at least with minimal um, time investment on your part or maybe you have to check up on it once in a while but otherwise it's taking care of itself or you have staff in place to, to manage it and then you have the time to focus on the next and you do the same thing and then you have the time to focus on the next and you do the same thing and then pretty soon you have these different streams of income and so um, that's the beauty of selling on Amazon it's not that hard to automate especially if it is a smaller business like yep. if you are making you know 10 20 grand a month that's pretty pretty easy to, to automate awesome so that's that's you know for the most part how making money on Amazon works how to sell on Amazon um, we're gonna wrap this up but Tatiana how can people find out more about you do you want to maybe talk about your channel a little sure. bit yeah my YouTube channel is Tatiana James and I talk about e-commerce I talk a lot about Amazon talk a lot about Shopify too and uh, also mindset and other things mm-hmm. business crypto um, all the other streams of income all that fun stuff yeah so check out Tatiana James here on YouTube I'll put a link below for you guys to check out subscribe to her channel she goes a lot more in depth into e-commerce and how to build a business on Amazon Shopify and if you enjoyed this video of course give it a thumbs up and I also want to mention too there's a free video series I have a four-part series that does have more in-depth step-by-step guidance on selling on Amazon and kind of walks you through and has screen shares to show you this process so I want to invite you to check out that as well if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash FBA I'll put a link in the description head over there put in your name and email and I'll send you this four-part video series that will show you how to get started it also includes some courses trainings that we don't have any course but we've taken other people's courses and learned a lot of this from other people that have helped us uh, build our businesses. So I'll share those uh, resources with you as well. Um, So check that out. Otherwise, subscribe here at Project Life Mastery for more videos on building a business, making money, investing, crypto, personal development, and a lot more. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys again in the next video. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.